Here are a few great examples of LinkedIn headlines that don't quite achieve their desired result. Don't hate me because I'm better than you. Men want to be me, women want to be with me, and companies want to hire me. It's as simple as that. Invented the two-hour lunch break, which has been adopted by sales slackers everywhere. Ruthless in business and proud of it. Don't get in my way. Would prefer a job with no real responsibility. Cut me and I bleed content. Dangerous when bored. I blow shit up. I'm the Michael Bay of business. I'm confident that I'd be a really great ass for the right business. Some of these people would really benefit from help from today's guest. What I see as a woman of color, as a black woman, I'm like, it's hard to ignore awesome on the internet. That is the behavior of the internet. When you see something awesome, regardless of what it is, whether it's content, a person, a video, or whatever, you share it. You cannot get in the way. And what is the biggest problem with most people is that you don't know what they bring to the table on the job. You just know the job they do. So I saw this as this incredible opportunity to help people shine online in a business context and not for job seeking, but at work. Good morning, good day, or good evening, and welcome to 54 Lights. This show is meant to shed light on undertold stories out of Africa. Our vision is to introduce you to some extraordinary people doing incredible things. My name is Kondwani Mwase, and today's episode is, And You Are Cher Jones. Last week, I logged into my LinkedIn profile and noticed that I had three new connection requests. People I had no previous connection to. They were strangers to me, but somehow I was known to them. I'm always curious as to what draws people in to other people. Did I write some interesting post? Was I on stage somewhere noteworthy? Did one of my podcasts land favorably into their laps? Whatever the path, the outcome was quite clear. My orbit was expanding. And somehow, I had no real handle on why. My online persona had a life outside of myself. At least for that moment. I wished and wondered if there was a way to prescribe my profile in this brave new world. Turns out that for many people out there, the magic of that is elusive. My next guest has made it her mission to dissect and demystify that world for business professionals who want to put their paint on their own picture. You're about to meet Cher Jones. A note to audio purists. These were recorded in open rooms. 
but the audio quality lacks is overwhelmed by the quality and prose of my guests. Here, in part, is our conversation. So my name is Cher Jones, and I have a social media training company. So when you when you think background, you're... not professional, not background. professional, personal okay. background. Like okay, so Jamaican. Okay, thank nice yeah, Jamaican that's where I was going. Okay. Great. What's your connection to Jamaica? My dad was born in Jamaica, okay. and he immigrated here in the '60s. My mom was actually born in Toronto, but her grandmother is born in Jamaica, and she came to Toronto in 1918. When you think of Jamaica, do you think of it as home, or you? Do you think of Canada as home? I think of Canada as home for sure, but I look at myself as a Canadian Jamaican or Jamaican Canadian as far as culturally speaking, as yeah. what influences me, what influences what I eat. I will still be Jamaican, but it's, 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 it's interesting because I still look at it as a, no, I'm Jamaican, but my home is Canada. What do you do? I have a social media training company. I focus specifically in the B2B um, personal brand for business. Okay. So it's a very, very niche market. Personal but brand for business. Yes. Okay. So what we're recognizing now is that as we're doing business, especially in corporate, whether you are in, in responsible for sales, whether you're responsible for talent attraction, whether you have a, um, whether you have visibility within an organization as a leader or just someone who's on the up and up you could be a subject matter expert what happens with these people is we google them and we want to check out who they are and what happens right now is on linkedin we use we position ourselves as job seekers but we're only looking for a job maybe five or six times in our lifetime whereas why would we want to look like a job seeker 24 7 so what i do is i teach people how to brand themselves so when you look them up you know exactly what they do now, mm-hmm. not what they did to get their job in the new title. Sure. Because that's why we're looking them up in the first place. No, 100%. Right? So, and then on top of that, people don't know how to be social in a business concept. Right? right? Like, and it, so you, this is the niche coming This is the niche, in, is that it's yeah. It's really in particular to, to position yourself professionally. Position yourself professionally and then teach them how to be social for business based off of their performance or business objectives. What's that's a really, really um, interesting business that you do, and mm-hmm. I can list a, a lot of people who could be your future clients, myself, right. myself uh, right. included. But I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to what drew you to that oh. line of work. Yeah. Are you in HR? Like, no, not at all. Like? So my background started in journalism okay. and broadcasting, and then as I shifted careers over the years, I moved from broadcasting to marketing and PR, so more marketing and copywriting and web development, and then into formal corporate communications PR. And so during that time period, I have a 20 year career. I know I don't present that way, but I'm 45. (laughs) So So you work two years. Exactly. No, five. They're all been five years. So I pull in a really full full circle, like a 360 view of comms, which worked wonderfully for social media. Because what we're doing is we're marketing ourselves, we're creating content, we're storytelling, we are are being persuasive and influential. All of these things, if you look at all the communication disciplines I brought in, that's exactly what we do. We're creating content with video, Um, we're writing, it's all of that. And it's all 
when you have an objective, there's a communications plan for every personal brand, whether it's a good plan or not. 100%. So what inspired that change? So this is your own business, Yes, it is. So is, is, did you have this bug in you that says, hey, I can pull all these different um, pieces of my uh, history and start like an, my own business or no it's interesting so at each time in my career transitions i recognized only later did i recognize i had to rebrand myself so when i started my career in sports broadcasting is where i worked first i worked with the raptors for five years and um and that was my identity that was who i was that was like oh my gosh, I am this cool chick who yeah. works in basketball and every guy would give their, their, their left arm to have my job. Right. And then when I had my second son, Kobe, I realized that working nights and weekends during the school season was not working for our family. Right. So I had to shift. And then I moved into marketing. And then I moved into, again, PR and communications was my last job. And that was with the city of Toronto. And that's where the opportunities started to come to play or come to light because social media was just becoming a thing. There are only 25 employees in the entire city organization of 45,000 employees that had access to social media, and I was one of them. Right. So what happened was um, I had the opportunity to create. Um, I had the opportunity to create content. I had the opportunity to create training for the city's communicators. I had people were asking me, can you speak to this youth group? Can you speak to this group of newcomers on how they can use social media so they don't ruin their job opportunities? And I shifted it and said, hey, you can use this to show you're awesome. And what I see as a woman of color, as a black woman, I'm like, it's hard to ignore awesome on the internet. That is the behavior of the internet. When you see something awesome, regardless of what it is, whether it's content, a person, a video, or whatever, you share it. You cannot get in the way. And what is the biggest problem with most people is that you don't know what they bring to the table on the job. You just know the job they do. So I saw this as this incredible opportunity to help people shine online in a business context. And not for job seeking, but at work. Right. right. And to then flourish to, while, flourish while at, the to flourish in their She's job, if they're in sales and they have to start selling to other people and, and build those that credibility, build those relationships to continue to sell. If they're in leadership, how do you get people to follow you? How do you get in and, and knowing who you are? Like, so there's just an incredible opportunity for that. I love that because I really empower people to articulate their awesome and when they can own it you can see them shine through you see that that energy is like no other and that's what drives me to do what i do where do you uh where do you go to learn i am constantly learning every single day so i have you're teaching absolutely and getting them to that door yes yes so I have areas that I focus. I focus primarily on LinkedIn because that's what, for my client and target audience, that's the money network for them. That's yeah. where transactions happen. Yeah. That's where the credibility is built. Yeah. So that's where I play. So one, I use the tools. I'm constant. I'm connected with a lot of other thought leaders who are using the tools and learning as well. So I'm constantly having new inputs. I create content and I'm 
creating content based off of the stuff I've learned anecdotally with my clients as well as what I read and research because there is no up-to-date book yeah. because the book changes it's tomorrow. Moving. It's moving. Yeah, yeah. It changes every yeah. day. So you got to figure it out. And what I do is everything has been layered over my communications and journalism experience. So I funnel it through that perspective that it's always a communications plan for your personal brand. What is it you want to accomplish and then build out the plan from a communications perspective, online communications perspective, yeah. that we can get there. Do you think this is a, a bigger need in the black community, I guess is what I'm trying to say? Right now, the need is so great. Well, yes, it is. A, it's a tremendous need in the black community. I would say it's a tremendous need, period, right now, at large, because people don't recognize that this is a thing until they hear about it. So it's more of a, oh, I didn't know, but as soon as I hear that, I'm like, I need that. So And, and that's what people are recognizing because they see it as a leg up on the competition, right? But most people, when you look them up on LinkedIn, they look like they're looking for a job instead of being there for business. So it, I wish I could say, it's a, no, 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 it's a black community issue, but it, it is a professional issue at this point because people think when they hear LinkedIn, they think, they think job seeking, but yet they're on it every single day, validating someone's credibility, building connections, connecting upstairs. They're, they're, they're doing that all the time, but they're not thinking strategically with the platform that's sitting right in front of them that can give them a seat at the table in any room that they're not in right now. Right, because that's what happens. People think, "Oh, you should work with Share." They're looking at my profile. I'm not in the room, but yet I have a seat at the table, and they're using my language to describe what I do. And that's the power of having a well-branded presence online. I, th- I, I think this is a. I know the answer to this, but I, mm-hmm. I have no idea. Um, what's the biggest risk you've taken in in my business in general in life Um, leaving my good old government job so my last job was with the city of Toronto in in a senior communications role and I could have and I was tracking to get into, like, to, to create a digital role for myself because there within was no, the within the city, because there was none yeah. before, because I was there from 2009 to 2013. And we had a very, I worked through two different administrations, very progressive um, mayor to uh, a, a definitely a different kind of approach type mayor with Mayor Ford. So it was very different. Yeah. And it was, um, but at the same time, as, as governments, they could not avoid social anymore. So I was starting to advise people within the organization people if you said social media you said share Jones in the same sentence while I was there and that's when I recognized the power of branding truly as a scientific form and and I realized that anybody can do this if you recognize what you bring to the table so my to go back to your question my biggest risk was okay you're going to leave this well-paying amazing job that you could create a pathway for you and there was a pathway there was there was a role being created it was moving a little bit slower for for my taste but um it was exactly so that's normal (laughs) but um and then i chose i was like no but the need is greater and where and i wasn't sure where my focus was yet as far as so niche down into the personal branding space it was just um something i had to do what do you want your legacy to be? Hmm, that's a really good question. Um, I'm currently writing a book. 
I'm currently like ex- because I believe that the knowledge I have is so much power. It can empower so many people to access more than they ever thought possible by simply creating that brand and that awareness and credibility for themselves. So I really do believe that my legacy has to do with empowering those that touch it, whether it's direct working directly with me through my books, through my videos, and all that stuff. Because I really believe that this works inside out. I've seen it work. I've been traveling all over the world because of it. I've gotten some incredible opportunities locally. I've built my business that way, and it's just about if you put in the work, you'll get the work. Vacation, two weeks. You've got an open ticket. Yeah. Well, tomorrow I'm going to Cuba. Oh. <laughs> So yeah, and there, there's a choice behind Cuba. Yeah. One besides it being a really cheap vacation right now. Um, and it's Cuba. You're it's Cuba. Cuba. Yeah, Cuba. The beaches are beautiful. Cuba. I love Cuba, but their internet is horrible. And considering what I do, that's a real vacation, and that's why I chose it. This is forest. Yes. This is, yeah. Yeah. This is a great destination yeah. for you. And I'm working on my book right now, so yeah. I'm gonna bring the iPad to work on the book. It's right. That's a really good question that I do not have the answer. Who plays? Who plays? We can come back to it. In a yeah, second, but I want. Yeah, think you about want to an answer it, for that. In the for this movie, mm-hmm. which is sort of like an all-access truth-telling story of your yeah. life, what's the name of the movie? Hmm. Um. <laughs> shoot. What's the name of the movie? These are really, these are like super creative and it's so funny because my brain looks so functionally and so strategic and it's like, and, and I'm very creative in a, in a business strategy, but this is, this is, oh my God. Um, so I don't dodged both of those Yes, questions. completely. But <laughs> So there you have it. The conversation continues. I'd like to thank my guest for their participation and candor. Audio for this episode was mixed with the support of our producer, John Kitt, and partly recorded at Corner Studios in Toronto. Music for this episode was composed, played, and enjoyed, with permission, by Anjo. Remember to find us wherever you do your listening. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Listen, like, share. Until we meet again. Thanks for listening.